Cool, so we are here this episode, very special episode. We have uh, two unusual people joining us. I'm unusual. <laughs> two people that are so unusual we had to just get them onto the podcast and talk to them. <laughs> Uh, so today we are talking about Android L. We're with Jim, who works at Fun Size. Say hello, Jim. Howdy. And we also have Brian Griffey. Brian, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? A little bit about myself. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm an Android developer. I've been an Android developer for like, I don't know, four or five years at this point? Beginning yeah, like, of time. Yeah, pretty much. Like Since the beginning of Android. I uh, currently work at uh, HomeAway. I've worked at places like Evernote and Shops Heavy. And uh, I'm currently working with FunSize on my own little app on the side. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Do we yeah. care to share that, or do we want to just kind of keep a hold, hold the cards close to our chest until uh, that that fateful moment? He's been doing a lot of iOS, so I don't know. You, I don't. I don't it's, know what's up with that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> doing iOS weird. and Android on this one, so yeah, which is know, interesting. We'll, we'll talk about it later. I guess. Yeah, let's yeah, do we'll talk about it later. I just thought I'd spring that on you while we're actually recording. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. So. All right, so I actually don't know much about this topic at all. So I thought I will play the listener that does not know about Android L. And you guys can just kind of like go through your talking points. Um, Jim kind of laid out a couple of things. Uh, Jim, actually, you've never been on a podcast before. Why don't you introduce yourself? Oh, man, my name is Jim, designer at Fun Size, first timer. <laughs> Pretty excited to be on this. Yeah. Um, one thing we got to correct before we continue with this is it used to be called Android L when the like the beta or whatever the first thing was shown, but now they've changed it to lollipop to make it, you know, friendlier with the whole, I don't know, line of candy names. Yeah, was that, with. honestly, I don't know. But was that planned all along? Because I heard yeah. L's, yeah, it was planned all along. Yeah. Well, it was like, it was like, was it going to be key lime pie? Yeah. Was it going to be whatever? Lollipop. Mm. Pop-tarts. Yeah. Pop-tarts. Yeah. Um, so, cool. So the first thing we we're going to talk about is material design. So what does that mean? What is material design? Well, <clears throat> just kind of what it sounds like. Um, they take a lot of cues from like actual real life materials. Like they did a lot of their um, design, um, I guess, ideation by using paper and layering paper on top of each other to see how the light casts shadows and the textures work together. And a lot of the UI functions actually take cues from like just having pieces of paper on your desk. I think they just threw a bunch of stuff on a desk. It was like, I don't know what to do. And they looked at it and like, Hey, that's an idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice little scenario. So, is it like, does it have anything to do with like folding paper, like origami, like stuff like, you know, maybe you press a button and it like folds up and flies away in an airplane, kind paper of, airplane? It, it's just kind of the idea that like everything is actually built onto like some sort of surface. Like nothing is like floating anymore. Like on the last version of Android, you had Hollow, and Hollow was just kind of like, you had stuff that was just kind of robotic and it was just like, Super. It wasn't like super flat, but it was flat enough that it didn't really have any like texture to it, or mm -hmm. you know, any like real substance. It was just kind of there. Mm -hmm. So material is kind of like everything is actually on something. Like there's there's like a there's something that your you know your labels go onto, and you can fold it or you can bend it or you can. So the hollow one was a little bit more like wasn't it like kind of like spacey. Looking? Yeah, it's kind like, of like Tronny. Yeah, that's the way to say it. Like they tried to make it like more less Tronny over the years, but it's still yeah. that kind of like like the highlight color by default was like neon blue. Right. Like wasn't that? That's sort of the one thing that's always made me feel 
no pun intended, but alienated. Oh, <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> that pun was intended. From, no. from Android. Even the name is like Android, right? Yeah. So it was always like super spacey and techy. So I was happy to hear you guys say that Android L is a little bit more, I don't know, less that. Because I, I thought, you know, cool, but yeah, I got over it pretty quick. Double yeah. spacey type thing for like a OS yeah, it's definitely meant to be, like, more personable and, you know, like, the yeah. colors are brighter. You know, you can do a lot more stuff with it than you could, uh, you know, on the previous. I'm going to scoot you. Oh, there we go. Because I keep looking at you. Look. I just want to see your face as well. <laughs> <laughs> you got to turn around. Yeah. I should have, yeah. Stage you so we could look at each other better. But yeah. Um, okay, so, Jim, you wrote down elevation. What is that about in, in terms of material design, ele- elevation? Um, that was actually a term Brian was like, hey, we should talk about elevation. Oh, uh, we should talk about that. Yeah, I could paraphrase, but I think you're probably better at explaining that than I would be. Oh, you grab this one? All right, so the the thing that they added that was kind of like the new API with, you know, kind of goes with, in with material design is, is the concept of elevation. So, like, no longer do you just have things that go on a screen in X and Y. You now actually have, you know, some Z component to it. Depth. Depth, yeah. yeah. So you can have, you know buttons float on top of each other you can have them sit on top of nothing and just kind of float above the screen like one of the new um the new kind of paradigms that they have is the floating action button which is this button that sits in like the bottom right corner and you can just kind of tap and it's not really associated with any other object on the screen it just kind of floats there ah is that okay is that all right let me see if i can compare this to a pattern i've seen is that like the facebook chat yes the chat the little heads yeah, all right. Jim is giving me his phone right now, and I'm looking at a screen that's a lock screen, and there's this little button at the bottom center that's yeah. just ha- it's red, and it's uh, has a little like globe in it. So yeah, that's a clock app. Oh, it's a clock app. Yeah. Okay. Pretty yeah. basic. But it's sort of like independent, right, of mm-hmm. anything else that's going on. So that's elevation. Yeah, and on top of that, they added like they did a lot of work to render shadows now in Android. So like really? as you give your components elevation, it's going to go ahead and adjust that shadow, you know, for you. Kind of like, I guess like the, the 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 biggest analogy is like on your Mac, you know, like when you select a window, it gives you a little drop shadow, and you know it's like above all of your other windows. Right. It's just like that, except for now, you know, they brought over to Android. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like sort of on uh, on o- OS X. It's sort of that shadow is o- usually only on the active window, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it exists that way too. Like if you were to tap and drag something, like it would be elevated with the illusion of a shadow just being you know farther spread out. So it feels like you're picking it up and moving it around above these other objects. Mm. Yeah. Okay, very deep. So what's new with animations in <clears throat> Material Design? Well. I was using an iPhone today a lot, and one thing that really bothers me is when you open or close an app, it, the app just like kind of zooms right to the center of the screen and disappears. Or with the case of, I don't know if this is with every phone, but with like a 5C, I notice like you open an app, it just kind of fades into view. Like it comes from no place, it just happens to be there now. But with Android uh, Lollipop, all of the apps um, come from someplace. Like any action on the screen, it comes from somewhere. Like if you open an app, it comes from the bottom up. Or uh, if you open like a like a just a toolbar, like you'll just see where it came from and then where it's going to be going, and it just it's not just like oh hey here it is now, it's like you know like oh hey there here it comes like oh now it's there yeah, and they really like baked all this stuff like really hardcore into the OS you know they give you a bunch of tools now mm-hmm. and they have like by default ease in ease out ease out transitions mm-hmm. whereas before you'd have to program all that stuff they give you kind of like the ability to like do stuff along a path like mm-hmm. kind of provide a curve that goes along 
Yeah, that's great. I'm excited to see what kind of comes of that because if you have to build that stuff, you have to put a lot of energy into just building these simple animations and stuff. But if they have like easing and that sort of thing already built into it and you sort of get it for free, yeah, then you have you're freed up to do more interesting interactions. Yeah, and they another uh, good animation point is they they baked in all the activity transitions for you. So like. One of the best things about iOS has always been when you go from like one activity flow to another, the screens kind of animate into each other. Like you might have like an image view that kind of expands into the next view. Yeah. And that was always like really hard to do on Android, but now it's just part of the system. So mm. everything's kind of fluid and as you move through your app, you don't really notice that you're going from like one activity to the next because everything kind of like smoothly animates in mm. between. Interesting. Okay, what else can you tell me about? Uh, there's a lot to do with color, right? Oh man, that's like my favorite. I think that's my favorite feature, honestly. Like, um, it's kind of delightful because you're finding a lot of these things, or I am at least, without. Like, I just notice it after maybe four or five times using it. I'm like, hey, there's something I didn't notice before. It's always kind of a new experience. So, yesterday, I was on Dribble on Chrome, and I noticed the URL bar was black, just like the Dribble um, navigation bar is. Ah. And the same thing with, like, I went to Android Police, and the bar changed to purple. And so, like, the. Chrome is now able to just like find like a I guess a main color. You probably know Brian more. About probably this searches for like if there's an element in the DOM of mm-hmm. the HTML document yeah. for like header or something background. Well, they've That's also like cool. introduced this this concept of like palettes, which is really interesting to where you can kind of gauge the main colors of your app based on like elements in it. So if you have like a, a wallpaper app. You could sample that wallpaper and say, like, what are the main colors here? Is it blue? Is it green? Mm-hmm. And then kind of theme your app based on those colors. Yeah. That's that's cool. I've always wanted to do something like that. I've, I've worked on a couple of things where I tried doing that, and it was kind of a disaster. Like, the, the <laughs> code just, like, wasn't smart enough to pull it out. But, I mean, that wasn't, like, an OS level anything. It was a, you know, app. Yeah. But uh, that's awesome. Like, it's always, it's like one of those things I've always wanted to do. And it sounds like an awesome idea, but just like never works. So. Yeah. And then, like, the cool thing that they really did there, too, was they made uh, a support library. So you can kind of, uh, like, you can put a lot of those features, you can backport a lot of them. So you can take uh, that thing where it kind of generates your own color palette and put that in, you know, Android 4 or 10 or whatever. Like, you can go all the way back. You don't have to do it on just Lollipop. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Dude, something that, like, really makes me happy is you know the holy grail of design is kind of like building a system that other people's brands or identities can work within without like getting in the way Mm -hmm. and with android l it really speaks to that because you can open up an app and it like google's like developed an atmosphere for anything to work in and be consistent and clean but still be original and hold true to that that style so when you open up swarm it's all yellow and really bright and everything but it still looks like an android app it still works really well but it just has like that 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 vibrancy that i love Mm. about these brands man Sounds like you guys drank the Kool-Aid, man. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, they finally did, like, enough stuff to where it's, like, it's friendly to work with. It's, mm-hmm. like, that was a main drag of Hollow before, is, like, you have this blue everywhere, and if you, like, yeah. you know, if your branding was, like, yellow, then you have, like, this weird, like, blue highlight Michigan shadow State there. Yeah. And, and, and that's when I, I think around that time was when I first ever designed anything for Android, and it sort of was, like, wow, there's not a lot you can do. Hope whatever you're going to do looks good with blue and black, because it's not. I mean, that's I I wasn't an Android user until I knew Android L was coming out. I was like, I've been using an iPhone since like day one, and I saw Android L, and I was like, this is what I've really been waiting for, and uh, it was really exciting to start using it. What was the last Android, um, is it KitKat, 
Yes. Yeah, that was the last Android yeah, like the, the fourth iteration of KitKat yeah. or whatever. It's been like KitKat uh, forever, but it's like 4-2. The big thing about that one was like the transparent like menu bar and yeah. task bar, which is all oh, big deal. It's transparent. I'm trying to remember like the different names. There was like KitKat. Uh, we're in Lollipop now. Then it was KitKat. Then it was Jelly Bean. It was Ice Cream Sandwich. Yeah. G- gingerbread. Oh, there was Honeycomb in between those. Honeycomb But it didn't matter. It was like only tablet. I'm just trying to remember back. Like, it's hard to keep track. But I mean, so when did, uh, when did Android L actually come out? Like, it was pretty recently, right? It's different for anyone for anyone's device. It's weird. Yeah, but I mean, it's been like really within the last like two months. I yeah. mean, I've had like the L preview or whatever, but it definitely wasn't baked enough to call it, you know, a lollipop. A full on. Yeah. <laughs> it was only... <laughs> You could only call it Android. Android not finished. Okay, cool. Talk to me about uh, lock screen notifications. What's that like? What's different about that in Android L? That is like the best, man. So like notifications have always been the best thing about Android. And it's like I just can't use an iOS device because those notifications are so bad. Like iOS notifications are the worst. And like... So Android notifications are always good. They are ten times better now because like they're fluid. You can like pull down on them. You can swipe them. You can tap them. You can expand them. They're like I don't know. There's there are like too many things. They've been like kind of condensed down to a short list. Yeah. So you have like your three here, and it's awesome. Like I'm swiping up on three notifications, and I can see like the the date and time just disappear like cleanly. But I can also swipe down. And get more notification preview that just like kind of pop in like just it just looks delightful and just amazing and you get all of like every context you want you know yeah like you can pretty much do most things on your phone now without ever unlocking it you know you can put quick actions in them you can reply like you can tap reply to email goes right to your reply screen are quick actions something that you set as a user or as a developer what are quick actions as a developer so like as a developer i can say like i'm going to put up this notification i want a reply button or i want you know just like the send a a quick email back or snooze an alarm or yeah it sounds like you can actually do a lot of that stuff with ios now these days yeah but... well they just added it in ios 8 right <laughs> but it's like but still i mean try to find your notifications in ios and you'll be looking for days yeah i'm not honestly i'm not too like iphone forever or anything like that and i've used android before and i like it i just i i don't know i i just will be the voice of reason here in case mm. there's <laughs> well, there are things I love about iOS that Android is like getting to, like the design consistency, like the language makes sense everywhere. That's something I love about iOS that Android. That's always like kept me from it. So I mean, there's give and take. Yeah, something that I do think is always going to keep me from being totally an Android lover is just the the fragmentation of uh, devices. And oh my god, and I can talk on a whole podcast about fragmentation. <laughs> like it's it's so funny because I like lately I've been doing a lot of iOS dev, and iOS is like far more fragmented than Android is. Like Android has always been built to like be backwards compatible. You know, like you can always do stuff all the way back, and like iOS, like you can do stuff in like eight that will like break seven. You know, like, all these function calls aren't there. Like, you have really weird inconsistencies. You now have, like, all these weird screen sizes. I mean... Yeah, well, okay. Hot, okay, I t- so... I thinking like... I, I, I'm thinking more like um, fragmentation from, like, the sheer amount of... Um, Devices basically, out there. Basically, no. Um, I mean, that's that is sort of... 
scary nightmare to me in the first place. But the thing that uh, really drives me crazy is just like how, like if you look at like all the users around the world, like that are Android users, like the systems that they have installed, like it's kind of a crapshoot, like as to what you know. Yeah, I can confidently say like you know most people I know that have iPhones are going to have iOS seven or iOS eight on it at least. You know that's today. But anybody I know that has an Android, uh, whether they're a power user or not, I, I, you know, it could be any of the last five or six even, you know, OS versions. So that's another thing that's sort of like seems a little unpredictable. But as you're saying, it seems like that it's a lot easier to do something yeah. in an older OS on Android than it is to do in an older OS. Because, dude, I mean, like, Apple starts a new OS, and, like, their last OS is dead to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which is, it, like, it was just really crazy, because, like, during the, the, the iOS 8 launch, like, iOS 8, the update was so big that a lot of people didn't have space on their phone to download it. Ah. So this is, like, the first iOS release where you've really seen a large amount of people that don't upgrade. Mm. So, like, you'll still have, like, a lagging, like, 30% that are on iOS 7. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's going to be the first, probably. But it's funny because, like, iOS 8, while the, the feet, it's sort of feature heavy, like, the UI wise, mm. design wise, you're not seeing a ton change. Just just a huge amount of, um, well, I mean, with new devices and new screen sizes and everything. Yeah. That, was, that was really big, but that was more on the hardware side. And But anyway, I don't know how we got in. This was my fault. I was talking Box about screen notifications. It's, it's my fragmentation. It's, it's my fault because I've been doing <laughs> iOS dev lately, and all of a sudden I'm just like, I know all the things about both of <laughs> Let's discuss them. Unicorn. Okay, so lock screen notifications are apparently awesome. And what was the next thing? Android Wear. Android mm-hmm. Wear. Talk to me about Android We've Wear. Really... Talk about Android watches. Like, yeah. what else? Well, they actually moved Google Glass onto Wear, too. So it has the same API, but, like, no one cares about Google Glass. Dude, what so is up matter. with Google Glass? Like, it was, like, this crazy futuristic invention thing that everyone was infatuated with. And yeah. I haven't heard anything about it for a while. Like, what's going on with it? I think they kind of realized that, like people don't want to wear stuff on their faces like it's, is it, it's, it's what it why is it the creepy factor is it the i don't know because like so so i got i had google glass um before it actually came out so like i yeah the first time i ever met you you were wearing google glass yeah so yeah because uh i built a sketch when they debuted it at south by southwest which nice. i guess is like was that two years ago now i don't know it's a long two time ago. or three yeah, and right. back then it was like cool because like you had this thing that no one else had, and it was like a mystery product, and everyone yeah. thought it was going to be like amazing and neat. Um, but then once it kind of got beyond that, it's like you have this thing on your face, and like, <laughs> <laughs> like right, like, and it's just like you don't want to talk to someone who you think isn't paying attention to you at yeah. all times, like, that's or that you're not thing. sure. Yeah, you just, or they're just like winking at you all the time. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, like you It's like if you go to dinner with someone and like they're constantly playing on their phone. And you're just like, that's like the thing that you don't want in yeah. life. It kind of kills that social yeah. interaction between everyone. So I think like they kind of figure that out because you can actually buy, like you can buy Google Glass now for like 1200 bucks or whatever. Oh, yeah. And you don't it's see totally it. public. Yeah. If you, oh. Anyone can buy one on the Play Store and uh, you don't see people walking around with Google Glass. So. What was your opinion of being a user? What was your opinion of it's just usefulness in day to day? Like it was really useful in, in certain situations but then unuseful in like almost every other. So like oh, for a good example is when I'm on my bike, I love having Google Glass on when I'm on my bicycle. Cause, it's hands-free, completely yeah, hands-free. completely hands-free. Like I can tweet at people, I can just tap and send a picture. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's really kind of awesome. But 
What about driving? Situation. Did you drive with it? I did. Brian? Uh, yeah. Brian? <laughs> I did drive with it, and, like, a lot of my friends said that it wasn't distracting, but it, it totally is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it's I, like, if you ever had a Virtual Boy, you know? Oh, it's like, man. What's that? You don't like, remember Virtual Boys from, no. like, Nintendo? Big red Nintendo thing. Where it put the little thing over your eye. Oh, yeah. It, it burned yeah. your retinas. Yeah, yeah, I think, like, my friend across the street had that when I was growing up, and I, like, didn't like him, but I did everything I could to go yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine, like, playing Virtual Boy while, like, driving your car. Like, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But, the, I mean, so the good thing is, is that they took, like, the best concepts of class, and they brought them over to what is now, what most people think of as Android Wear now, which is the watch Right, so. that's what I think of. Yeah. yeah, is there anything else out there that we should know about or talk about besides the watch? Um, I don't think so. Not that I know of. Who's that? Just came out with like a sports bra. Oh, there, there was Will I Am. He came out with a with a cuff, a smart cuff. That what? that was awful. Like a miserably. like a cup that. No, like a cuff, like a. Like oh. a it's not a watch. <laughs> it's like a giant. We were talking about wearables. I was like, what the <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Like, why is that smart? <laughs> Yeah. Well, what's that? What's it? I don't. I mean, we don't, even, we don't even talk about that. Yeah, we just yeah, say, "Well, I am a very actually." My, poor my wife just got a thing called Ringly, which is it's not Android Wear, but it's 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 a it's a ring that you put on, and then it like lights up when you have a notification. Because like I don't know about you, but my wife never looks at her phone. Like whenever I send her a message, it's like the phone's in her purse, and she's never seeing nah, it. Yeah. So now at least like her <laughs> ring will kind of glow and tell her that. Man, this whole smart. You know, smart wearable thing. It just reminds me of like we're going back to the time of using pagers again, because we can't like. <laughs> That's the first wearable. <laughs> yeah, we we can't do anything with it. Like it's like I got an email. Okay, I'm gonna go do that later. Like go reply to that whenever I get a chance to. You know, you don't really sit there and use it like a smartphone or anything. It just reminds you that you have to use your smartphone later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of interesting too, because like so I got a Nexus Six and it's a it's it's a monster. That's so it's so is. big. And you can't you can't use it with one hand, but it goes really well with my Android watch, because I can look at my Android Android watch and do like small things on it. So mm-hmm. I can you know send quick replies. I can see when my upcoming calendar is. I don't have to you know look at my phone because it's so big. I can yeah. just glance it on my wrist. Why does that work better than like a Nexus Five with the the watch? Well, I mean, it, it works the same. I just want to bring out my phone less because uh, okay. it's so big and yeah. I know that I have to use two hands. Yeah, I guess that is the major inconvenient oh. thing with, like, a big phone. It's like if you want to bring it out and, like, get into something, like, it's fine. You just get – it's a little bit more immersive. But to be annoyed by, it, like, notifications all the time, yeah, yeah. I see the watch. I Yeah. I back like, yeah. back to Apple, I am Uh-oh. very excited about the – Vapor watch. watch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that would be awesome. Similar thing I do is like my I'm plagued by a broken screen on my phone, so my watch has become a lot more useful since I don't want to look at this broken screen anymore. (laughs) It's a cheaper than a replacement phone. Yeah, exactly. Wait, is it cheaper? I don't know. I've already okay. Like I got it replaced for free, and in the next like week, it fell out of my pocket while I was getting out of a car and broke. I was pretty, I was, I was pretty bummed out. I even called them LG yesterday, and they're like, "Oh, we can't help you." And then I was like, don't, "Okay." Don't, they're just like, "Don't drop your phone, bro." Yeah, exactly. They're just like, "Good Bummer. luck, get a new phone." <laughs> Is there anything like uh, Apple Care that you can get on? Well, normally, like you get, you have a year warranty on your Nexus Five, 
Okay. So normally replace it on. You get one free replacement. You get one free replacement. And I've already used that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, you know, I was like, hoping they didn't find that out. And the guy's like, oh, it looks no, like you, you, have you a... totally deserve a broken phone. <laughs> hey, I got the watch, so it doesn't matter. That's right. <laughs> what are your favorite features? Oh, changing the background with any any picture I want of my friend. <laughs> I mean, that's not really a feature. I just like doing it. It's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I like, I like just being able to like browse through my stuff. Like I, yeah. It's pretty much like Google Now on your wrist. And like my favorite thing about Android is Google Now. Mm-hmm. So. Uh-huh. so something that is very interesting to me about the Apple Watch coming out, uh, I guess, next year. I mean, it's December now, so. Vaporware. <laughs> uh, one of my things I'm most excited about is basically like a messaging feature. Yeah. Have you guys, is there anything like that on the Android watches? Did it work very well? Well, you, I mean, hang out. So any notification that you get on your phone, you get on your watch. Mm -hmm. So when you're on uh, Google Hangout, all your Hangout notifications are coming through your watch and you Mm -hmm. can, you know, quick reply. You can hit reply and then talk to it and send a message back and forth. Uh Um, It's just kind of weird because when you're in public, you don't really want to be talking to yourself. You have to be like inside a cereal box to to reply to someone. (laughs) Right. I mean, that was honestly like the whole okay glass like thing is the talking to yourself thing like yeah yeah well, not that series any any i'm not saying series great or anything but like at least you have your phone in front of your face it's kind of like oh well, well the better thing about the okay glass stuff was that to turn glass on first you had to look up in the air so not only are you a crazy person talking <laughs> to yourself you're a crazy person talking to yourself while looking up in the air Really? I yeah. didn't know about that. So you have to just be like, uh... Yeah, you know how, like, when, you, when you're when you walking by somebody, you give them, like, the what's up? The little, like, head nod? Oh, you okay. kind of had to do that, turn your glass on. So did you ever do that on accident? Oh, like, all the time. Just say, hey, man, what's up? Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot I was wearing that. Yeah, all of a sudden, like, I look up in, like, the corner of my eye, and there's just, like, some Google image search happening, and I'm like, I don't I don't know what's going on. Mm. So, so back to the messaging thing. Do you guys feel like that works pretty good from the watch, or it's contextual? It's like where you are. Like I can't do it. I can probably do it in this room, and it's okay. But if I'm out, like in the office, while everyone's talking and hanging out, I'll be like yelling at my watch, like talking like a robot. Uh, so it's a it's a little sensitive. To I will see you later. Out, period. Outside noise, <laughs> and you have to say "Okay, Google" to like. Or you can tap summon it. it. You can tap it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's two ways to. Or, or you can there's bring like... your wrist. Up. Yeah, so, I mean, any app can hook into, like, any sort of action, so you can hook up, okay. like, you can say send message, or you can actually register oh, your own so and write your own app. there's sort of an accelerometer on there that detects, like, yeah. using yeah. it. Does it, oh, so does it, is the Google Watch use working with, like, any health apps to track oh, it has walking its own. and stuff? There's, like, its own, like, Google health apps inside where you can actually, like, check your heart. Uh, beat too, like anytime you want. So right now I could check it. And it's like it is monitoring your heart beat yeah, from was... the sensor on your wrist. Although I don't know how well it works because either like oh. I'm really out of shape or like I, Iron well, Man. It's probably that I'm really out of shape because it's always telling me like you've gotten like eighty percent of your heart rate for the day, and I've like I've been sitting all day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like good job. What have I done? Like sweet, <laughs> I don't have to do anything else. Yeah, I noticed that it shoots today. like a, a ray of like green light into your wrist. Yeah, it's to trying get... to see your your blood veins. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Google knows like my blood vein and blood vessels and all that stuff now. Yeah, it's a little weird. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that whole you've seen the iOS like or sorry the the Apple Watch um, sort of like heartbeat thing that you can send do you know yeah. about that the weird creepy like i'm watching you tap where it's <laughs> yeah, like it's like, like what are you doing i don't know but this is my heartbeat <laughs> dun, 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 dun. i would dude i would send that to you every day brian yeah. <laughs> just thinking brian, about you just so you know man yeah so i'll let you know this is where we're at dun, 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 dun. Okay. 
Wait, one thing I, I this is kind of a tangent, but one thing I thought was really funny about the Apple Watch event, or is they were like showing off like their family photos on their watch. It's like, look at all these hundreds of photos you could go through. And it's like, I can't see anything on that little tiny oh, screen. Oh, that was the worst screen ever. That, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I wait till we see it. I think. Yeah. Because I'm, I was surprised that they, I mean, I, I heard some other podcasts I talked about it and they weren't surprised by this. So maybe it's just me, but I was surprised that the first edition was already a 2X like. Um, oh, screen. Yeah, screen. that makes sense. Yeah, because you know, I don't know. I figured, you know, I don't know. They're just they're moving faster than I would uh, have expected. It's got a big that, battery. So. Probably. I'm just saying, like, although it's small, you know, it, yeah, might it might be workable. I, I think it's so interesting, like as far as the the UX patterns that both co- both companies are going for, because Android is taking this approach of this is these this is the only thing that your watch is good at, like quick, glanceable information. You know, a few swipes, a few taps. You know, look at it for 20 seconds, you're done. And Apple's taking this approach of, like, you have a digital crown, it's supposed to be much more rich, and you actually have apps that, you know, individual apps that run on it, it's supposed to do, like, all these things. And, you know, Android kind of took the approach of just, like, no, this is, like, the only thing it's good for, do these five things, you'll have a great time. Yeah. And so far, I mean, it seems to work really well. Like, I really enjoy the the, inter- the amount of interaction I get on my watch, and I don't really know if I want any more than that. That's a, actually, that's true. Like, what, like, you're sitting here like this... Like with your left arm raised or whatever, your less dominant hand like raised that's wearing the watch, and then you're using another hand to. So this is always going to be a two-handed device when yeah. you think about it, which is funny because you, yeah, one wrist, one hand, one wrist. That's kind of <laughs> yes, weird, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that is actually kind of like you actually don't really want to be spending much time, right? Like being in that position. Actually. Yeah, you really kind of want to be like your you know ten second glanceable. Yeah, I have found one major downside though, is like you know it's kind of rude whenever you're like you're like checking your like checking the time when you're like around a group of people. It's like oh you can't wait to leave or whatever. I'm like oh, checking my email. Like, and they're like you just can't wait to leave. Somewhere to be. <laughs> it's like you busy right now? No, I'm just trying to reply to this text. Somehow. I always just say yes and stare at them in the eyes. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you have somewhere else to be. I'm just like yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the text. I have to leave now. I'm not looking down at my watch, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> I have to go. Hmm. Cool. Well, I think that pretty much covers, you know, some of the talking points we were um, hoping to get through. But, man, thanks very much for coming on today, Brian and uh, Jim as well. Oh, yeah. You're very welcome. What's the one thing all these people listening today should take away from your voices? Um, One, I'm not very good at staying on topic. And uh, (laughs) two, Android Wear is good. iOS is vaporware. (laughs) Oh, man. Does that mean it just explodes into nothing? What does that mean? Vaporware. Vaporware is like when you pitch when you pitch a concept that like isn't built yet. So when you say like we have this amazing device, it does all these things, and you're like, hey, can I touch it? And they're like, no. Ah, I see. This intangible lure that you, yeah. yeah, I see. <laughs> I see. Jim. Uh, one thing I want to say is we've had our headphones on this whole time without being able to hear ourselves. And the audio is not working. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think it's kind of funny. But no, um, I, as someone who came from iOS, I think it's definitely like, if, if you're thinking about switching, I think it's, 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 it's the right time to kind of take that risk because things are, things are looking really bright for Android right now. It's definitely not the app or the, the operating system that it used to be. Like it has like a bad rap, you know, but I think now is the time. Like if you're really curious about it and you want to try it out, like 
Yeah, it's better now than cool. ever. That's a, that's a good wrap-up point there. I want to thank Jim for being on the podcast and Brian. I want to thank the library bar downstairs for providing the background music yeah. that you may have heard. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, that was our friends from the library bar. Anyway, guys, thanks. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm waving. <laughs> but no, you guys can't. Why just a wave back? Hey, Rick. Bye. 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 to you by Pingboard, an employee directory that will supercharge your team. Today's best companies use Pingboard to help their growing team continue to feel small. The Pingboard company directory lets your team learn about each other in a way that's fun and engaging and ensures that they'll always have important info about their team wherever they are. With Pingboard, you have one place to organize everything about your team from private employee data to shared photos, contact info, and fun facts. Now with the Pingboard Vacation Calendar, your team will always know when someone's out. With a few taps of the Pingboard mobile app, anyone can share that they're working remote, sick, or that they'll be in Belize scuba diving next month. Show your team how much you love them by trying Pingboard out for free at pingboard.com.